today I'm joined by Chrissy Humphrey. She grew up in Germany in a small town near Frankfurt. As an empath, she always felt the need to help others. She's worked in nurseries, schools, hotels, and as a flight attendant where she could help other people. She's also traveled around the world, including the USA, Australia, New Zealand, and Thailand in her 20s, which helped her escape from a very strict family to discover beautiful places and connect with wonderful people. In 2019, she was working as a teacher assistant with low pay, no goals and no self-esteem. So she decided to do something that would fulfill her, but will also make a difference to other people. That's when she started her coaching diploma in 2019 and graduated in February of this year. During her training as a coach, she worked with authors and loves working with female writers as they all have a story to tell and just need a little help to get their story written. One of her clients published her book about date rape and is now helping other women to come forward. The coaching sessions really helped B Goldsmith to overcome her own fears and doubts to publish her book. Chrissy has now written her own book and is mentoring other female entrepreneurs to write a book to increase their impact, get more leads and be the authority in their field. So let's welcome Chrissy to the Let's Get Visible podcast. Yay! Welcome Chrissy. Thank you so much, Thank You're you. Most Thank you for being here today. You are officially the first guest for 2022. So super excited um, that you're here and I can't wait to share your experiences and how you help others with our audience because I think we've got a lot to unpack um, in, our, in our catch up in our episode today. Um, so I, as I said, I'd love to learn more about your transition and your journey from those various roles. As you said, you, you transferred or moved um, from your original location, which was in Germany, um, mm. and explored the world and did different sort of roles um, with your career, you know, during that time. So I'd love to, to hear more about that and how that all came to be. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so yeah, um, my parents, they were um, very strict. They just um, were very uh, strict Catholic um, so it was just only one way or uh, well their way or no way um, so I found it really difficult uh, growing up in, in a strict family and so I just felt like I needed to escape and um, when I had the opportunity then to work as an au pair in America I took that chance and I was off and that kind of um, you know made me think like wow what else is out there so it kind of um, gave me the bug of traveling and that really started the whole journey of, of traveling to different countries you know beautiful countries like Australia like um, Thailand it was just wonderful just to do my own thing and nobody's really um, judging or nobody's really telling me what to do so for me traveling was was a way to escape yeah absolutely and I guess then through your different occupations and your roles uh -huh. and as you said having experienced all of that that's what then finally led you into what you're doing right now um, so can you tell us yeah and share a little bit more about why you decided to launch your current coaching business um, and sure. in helping other female entrepreneurs sure of course um, so basically in February 2022 um, I was made redundant uh, went through divorce so it was a really really difficult time for me um, and um, I just kind of had to hit the reset button where I was like okay 
what I'm going to do with my life. You know, I need to do something that I love and I need to, to help other people. And for me, it was a bold move because I had no income. I had two kids to look after. But I knew also that I, uh, if I do this, you know, this is going to be then for me the chance to help others, but also do something that I love. So um, during my training as a coach, I was working with Dee Goldsmith that you mentioned in the beginning. And um, when I worked with her, I could see her transition almost like a caterpillar to a butterfly. You know, she was very... Um, um, doubtful. She she was not very sure if she can publish the book uh, because it had to do with date rape, um, and she was not sure if she can have the strength to carry on. But through coaching, um, we we had quite a lot of coaching sessions. But through the coaching, she managed to to write the book and also to publish it. So for me, this was like, oh my god, there must be some more other people out there that have a story to tell. Um, and what if I could help them to get the message out and so impact more people? So for me, it was always like, you know, this is it. This is like my epiphany, um, how I can um, turn something um, like a small story into something big. And yeah, that, that's, that's, that was the start for me to then think, okay, um, maybe there's some more writers out there that have got maybe issues in um, uh, finding the type to write or procrastination all of those things and they just need a little bit of a helping hand and then you know they can write the book uh, that they want so yeah that was really the start for me I love that. I love that. Um, and as you've said, so part of your coaching and working with female entrepreneurs and really unlocking, I guess, you know, from that um, caterpillar to a butterfly, so unlocking something within them that for one reason or another, they are unable to find that pathway you know, for themselves, um, which I think is, yeah, a really, really big takeaway from, from what you've just said. So when you are helping um, those writers and, and obviously other people with your coaching, what do you think is your genius? Like how do you end up, you know, um, helping them with that transformation? Do you think it might be your previous um, sort of experience in different jobs that you've done or maybe, you know, yeah, in your training as a coach, or what do you think your, your genius is to help them really unlock that? Um, I think the main thing with coaching is to really listen to someone, not just um, thinking like what you've heard, but you really need to listen to the person and really take the time as well to go deep in um, where um, where they're at and where they want to be. Um, so that's really one of the key skills when you do coaching. Yes. But also, I think for me, it's because I've been through quite a lot. Um, and um, if people are finding it tricky or difficult, I can I can help them to overcome that. Because if you've got someone on your side that has been through a lot and has come out on the other side yes. um, and is doing well, then maybe they find it quite inspirational as well to keep going even when the times are tough. Um, and yeah, when it's not really easy. Because you know, when you're writing a book, it's not easy. It's no. it's it, takes time it takes dedication commitment you know so many things and to keep going you just need someone sometimes to just listen to you and help you just with that next step in order to continue yeah and I love that because so much of our own experiences too I think are transferable even if the situations might not be identical there are things that we've learned 
that can be passed on to other people. And because we've gone through something difficult, it's the lessons during those times that are most valuable. Not so much when things are, you know, gliding along and are great, but it's the hard times yep. where you learn your, most of your lessons. And it's when Definitely. things go wrong um, where most of that experience comes from rather than when things go right. Um, so I love that. I think, yeah, having that, you know, your own experience and then being able to identify things in others because when it's just you thinking about it, it, you're in your own brain, it's really hard to separate that and be constructive where I think having an external perspective and someone looking in, they can give you that guidance and that support that you just can't give yourself. That's right. Um, exactly. That's yeah, really 100%. Good. Yeah. So, because um, I think when you're in, let's say, when you're at rock bottom, yeah. it's really, really hard then just to see, you know, the good things. But what I would say to everyone is like, to um, what helped me was to do affirmations, to um, be grateful as well. So you write down your gratitude um, every morning. That really helped me to be really, you know. Uh, present as well it's it's really hard to just think about the negatives or why is this happening to me but if you think about all the things that you have got and what is still possible then it's much easier to continue as well absolutely and that is key because there's always something more on the other side but sometimes we forget that what we have right here and right now is equally as important um, yeah. But yes, many of us do, especially if we're running our own businesses, it feels like there is a very big mountain that we need to climb. Right. And so 100%. we're so busy yeah, trying to work out the steps that we need to climb that mountain rather than looking at where we are right now and right. just taking it, you know, one step at a time, which completely, I know for me, reduces the overwhelm when I stop looking at that, you know, peak and yeah. just start looking at yeah. little steps then things right. become, yeah, a little bit more manageable as well. So That's I'd fun. love to share with the audience, and, and for me, I want to learn more too, about the process, um, even if it's just at a top level, you know, if someone was wanting to write a book and write their story, mm -hmm. um, what are some of the key things that they would need to do, maybe just to get started, or yeah, if they've got that thought in their mind and it's been there for the past, you know, 10, 20 years, but it, it just feels like something they cannot do, what would be tips or things that you would be able to share based on yeah, your experience in coaching and also writing your own book, which we'll get to mm -hmm. as well? <laughs> Yes, yeah, sure. So um, it uh, it already uh, comes to um, two decisions right away. Is it a book that you want to write to entertain, or to teach some somebody about? Um, right. So you know, it's non-fiction. It's fiction. Um, yeah. That's the first decision you have to make. But um, I I did a non-fiction book, so I'll just talk from my ex own experience. Yes. So with a non-fiction. From, from a non-fiction point of view, you um, basically have what you want to help people with and then also how you're going to do that. And once you know the how, then you can do your bullet points of all the different things. Let's say like I help women to overcome divorce by doing these 10 steps. And then you listed all, all the different steps and then you can find um, even more smaller steps in between. So and that's already then your outline for the book basically. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, you can, um, 
you know, find also the different um, research of what you need to do. Um, but once you've got an outline, once you've got the basic idea of what you want to do with the book, then it gets easier because the, the outline is really important to know what needs to go in the book. Yeah, I love that. I love the way you've just completely simplified it. I've got 101 thoughts now going through my mind thinking, oh, I didn't realize you could break it down just into those steps. And yeah, as you said, start creating, you know, topics, subtopics, and then that will yep. develop um, the outline of your book. And then slowly, slowly, I guess, work on, you know, each of those areas or chapters or yep. Um, bits and pieces to, to finalize that all. Um, That's right. And on average, then how long um, would it take, you know, someone to, if they had an idea and they had that mm. outline and they followed a particular structure, yeah, what kind of time frame would they, you know, or could they expect to, to complete the book? Well, it really depends on how much time you have. Obviously, yeah. if you're not working, uh, you can work on your book every day. You know, you could be finished within a month. You know, it's easily done yes. if you've got the commitment as well. But, you know, realistically, I would say three to six months if it's a small book, um, easily done because you can do your research, you can um, do all the things that need to go in the book um, within, you know, let's say, 30 to 60 minutes every day um, and you can do that also when you're working but the, the main thing I would say is commitment and it needs to become a routine so when you're writing you can't just say I'm going to write today maybe maybe I'll write tomorrow you can't so if you really want this project to um, to work yeah. then you need to really find the time to read every read and uh, write every day as well because reading gives you more ideas as well so read everything in your genre read everything that um you you enjoy reading but also to learn the structure of writing and also how you want to structure your book because the more like for, for me it was um a self-development book that i wrote so i read over the years i read so many self-development books so i kind of knew already how i wanted my book to look like sure. um but i think um yeah if you can dedicate let's say uh 30 to 60 minutes every day and it's like brushing teeth you just do it there's no ifs or buts but you just keep doing it you will get there in let's say three to six months time easily excellent so it's about developing that habit isn't it and that's with yes. everything yeah if you want change and you want progress then you need to develop those good habits because I think motivation will only get you so far um, you're not going to wake up and be motivated each and every day but I think if you're disciplined and you have habit, those two things will get you over the line um, rather sure. than you sort of procrastinating and dragging your heels. Then, yes. yeah, motivation is great, but it's not sustainable. And there's also um, the, the thing that if people haven't got a big enough why, they won't continue so you really need to know why you're writing this book and I do a little exercise with my clients on really getting to the bottom of the why you know it's not just I want to write a book but you know I want to write a book because I had this dream for over 20 years so and if your why is not big enough you won't write the book you know that's what keeps you going if life gets tough or, you know if you find writing really difficult but if your why is really big then you will continue as well 
I love that. And what about um, those, I guess, who might say to themselves, who am I to write a book? Um, who's going to listen to me? I'm not a writer. I'm not a content developer. What would you say um, to those people who might be having some doubts around, yeah, around writing a book? I think it's very, very common for people um, to have those uh, beliefs, to have those thoughts. Um, you know, everyone um, that has started to write a book wasn't really a JK Rowling or wasn't a Dan Brown straight away. You know, yeah. they all started slow. And um, don't compare yourself to any of those big writers because you won't be as good as them, obviously, because they've been writing books for years. So you can only compare yourself really to the person you were yesterday. Um, that's the only one that you need to compare yourself to. And then you will see the more you write, the better you get. And, um, you know, I've written one book now, there might be another one coming out. But once you've got the confidence that you that you can write a book and that you published a book, then you can do another one. But I would say to everyone, just have it a have a um, have a go, you know, start writing. And even if it doesn't turn into a book, you know, it might turn into a blog, it might turn into a YouTube channel, um, just for your message to be heard. You know, sometimes we have all those ideas, but like you're doing a podcast now, you know, it's lovely, you're sharing a message, and it doesn't have to be a book form, but it can be something, uh, even if you um, write, let's say an ebook or write like a uh, a tiny uh, PDF, you know, yes. something like that, and you can share it with people, then yes. your message can be heard by a lot of people. So don't think like, oh, I need to write a book to get my message across. It doesn't have to be. You just want to uh, um, really have a medium where you can share the message. Yep, I absolutely love that. And the book for you really has been key um, to your visibility in your business. So can you share, yeah, just a few different mm -hmm. ways that the book has been able to really, you know, put your message out there and therefore more people know about you, know about your service and how you can help and serve them? Yeah, for sure. So my book is only a really small, tiny book, um, but it's to do with um, my story, but also helping others to overcome difficulties in life. And um, when I posted it on social media, you know, people were so encouraging. Um, I started to post already when I was writing it, so to kind of hype it. Um, so people were already excited to read some of the um, content. Then when I published it, you know, people were so um you know, happy for me, and they just posted lots of comments. So and I made lots of connections on LinkedIn and on the other platforms. And I think if you're a female entrepreneur, getting um, a book done and really publishing it can really help you in your business because your name gets um, shared, your posts get shared, yeah, your authority in your business. So there are so many positives, really, when you write a book. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And publishing is one of those questions, I guess, that would come up um, with your, you know, clients as well. So in relation to that part of the book, you know, getting out there, any tips or any advice for someone like me who's, you know, not done it before, I really so, wouldn't know where to start when it comes to publishing. Yeah. Um, so these days it's quite um, easy. Some people think um, it's like the old days where you need an agent or a publisher. You don't necessarily. 
you can do it on, on your own on Amazon. So that's what I've done. So basically I found, the first person that I found was an editor and the, the second person that I found was a formatter. So someone that formats um, your text into either a Kindle version or a paperback version. Um, and that person also then helped me to um, self-publish on Amazon. So he just walked me through to go from, you know, step one to step 10 to publish it on Amazon. So if anybody wants some advice, you know, I can um, highly recommend, um, he's my business partner now, um, I can really recommend him because he just helped me step by step to publish it on Amazon. But you can do it as well on, on, on Amazon yourself, you know, it's, it's stra straightforward really. If you've got um, your book formatted, you can do it yourself as well. Excellent. So that sounds super simple, really, if you, you're following some steps and getting the right advice. Yes. Um, yes. And one question I have for you is, how did you feel the first time you held your own book in your hands? Can you share that experience? Yeah, I think it was really unreal, exciting, um, nerve-wracking. It was just a lot of different emotions because, you know, you, you put your heart and your soul in it and yeah. you're also sharing it with the world. So it's not just for you, but it's for everyone to read. So it's a lot of different emotions. But for me, it was just really um, an achievement um, because the title of my book is also You Will Always Amount to Everything. Uh, whereas my head teacher told me once, you know, I won't amount to anything. And I turned that around and used it, um, yeah, for writing a book. And you know, I just think there's a lot of people out there that might have, um, have those beliefs that someone had told them when they were younger or when they were a child. And it's still something that they carry around with them. But just really question those beliefs and, and um, maybe write down as well why they're not true because yeah. they're just beliefs. They're not the, the fact or they're not the truth, but, you know, write down the things that prove this person wrong because you will see that most of the time it was just someone said something to you and it's not really true. So Absolutely. That. And I, I love that. And I recently heard someone say everyone is entitled to an opinion, but an opinion is not fact. And it, you're not here to change their opinion, but they're also not here to change your opinion. Mm. Um, everyone has one and that's great, but yeah. yeah, it doesn't make them right or wrong and, and vice versa. No. And I think that's super yeah. important. And the way that you've mentioned to, you know, something from when you were little has, mm. has stuck with you throughout your yeah. entire, you know, teenage and adult yeah. life. Yeah. And, and to be able to write something to, to come back at that and go, well, hang on a minute, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm mm. going to prove you wrong for all these reasons. Right. I've now wrote my book and I've got it in my hot little hands. Um, yes, yeah, so I absolutely love that. And and as you mentioned before, you know, your book has been able to connect you with other people on social mm. media platforms like Facebook and LinkedIn. And yeah, how are you finding those um, platforms helping you from a digital perspective and, and an online mm. perspective? perspective how important have those channels been for you um you know there's a lot of people out there that are currently struggling maybe with either as uh, 
because of COVID or other things, with redundancy, you know, they haven't got a job or they might have um, suffered with an illness or, or something that is life changing. Um, so, and people can come to me and just have like a 30 minute free uh, breakthrough call and we can just talk things over and I'm quite happy to just do that and just see if it's there if there's something I can help people with and um, yeah that's what social media is there for I think to connect with with other people um, you know sometimes it's just very much like um, you know you you add a person on LinkedIn and there's no real connection but I really like to make um, real connection so I'm not just sending a connection re request but I also try and connect with them um, on a human level so I do invite them to to speak to me as well, which you know makes it so much nicer when when you know people. It's not just a person on on social media, but you also get to know them a little bit as well. And that's where the beautiful connections then start as well, where you can help each other as well. You know, you're helping each other, and that's all you can do. You know, you help each other and maybe help um, more people by doing that as well. A hundred percent. And I love that you've mentioned connection. And yes, extending just past that, you know, request to, to mm. be another person on that platform. It really yeah. does need to go to that next mm. level in order to maximize the time. But at the end of the day, we're all human. So it's That's about right. the human connection too and finding ways to yeah reach out to people and also build each other up. You know, I'm, I'm all about that too. Like, how can I help you? Mm -hmm. And it's just this sort of reverse thing yeah. that automatically then happens with, you don't have any expectation, but it just naturally happens because you're there, you know, with the right purpose, with the right intention. Mm -hmm. And that mm -hmm. I think just snowballs and builds and builds and builds. Um, That's which right. is absolutely, yeah, important. Um, and now circling back to your book. So, how can we find a copy? Where can we grab a copy? Where is it um, yeah, situated and located so that we can yeah, let our um, audience know how to grab a copy? Um, yeah, so it's on Amazon. <clears throat> it's on Barnes and Nobles. Um, you can grab a, a copy on there. Um, it's called, she will, all, no, sorry. You will always amount to everything. Um, and yeah, uh, you can grab either a hardback or a Kindle version and uh, yeah, it's available in, in a lot of countries, uh, including Australia. Excellent. We love that. We love that. We like having access to what everyone else has around the world um, as well. So that's great. And just with your coaching, if someone did want to connect with you and talk more about mm. um, your programs and also the possibility of them, you know, starting to write their own book, how can they reach out to you? What's the best way to get in touch? Yeah, so you can either find me on Facebook or on LinkedIn. Um, I'm on Instagram as well. Um, but yeah, um, any of those platforms is fine. Excellent. And what I'll do um, as part of this episode is I'll drop your links into those right. so that, yeah, yeah, when people access episodes, they can click on those links and connect with you on there as well. Um, so, thank Chrissy, you. I just wanted to thank you so much. I know you're based in the UK. It's seven o'clock in the morning there. It's very early. Um, so thank you so much for making time and taking time to share it with us, share it with the audience. I know that you've um, definitely sparked, you know, some new ideas and some new thoughts in people's minds if they're just thinking of the usual sort of marketing channels of social media mm -hmm. or websites or those kinds of things this really is you know a different channel and a different avenue
avenue that they can go down. And as you said, mm. it opens up so many different opportunities and doors. Yeah. And you may just not have considered it before, but hopefully today's episode, yes, has sparked some of that you know, thought process and some new ideas and motivated you to try something new. So thank you again. I really do appreciate your time and for being the first guest for 2022. And I look forward to staying connected with you. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Doreen. All the best to you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Chrissy. Thank you. Thanks for giving this show a listen. Don't forget to follow this podcast so that you don't miss an episode. If you want to learn more about Doris Brown and her services, jump on over to letsgetvisible.com.au where you'll find show notes and links to our social media profiles so you can connect there as well. Okay, well, that's a wrap for another episode. Join Doris Brown next time on the Let's Get Visible podcast.